a one, a two, a one, two, three, four. Start spreading the news. I'm leaving today. I want to be a part of it. New York, New York. These vagabond shoes. They're longing to stray. Right through the very heart of it. New York, New York. I want to wake up in a city that never you sleeps. Can stop now. <laughs> and find say, I'm king of the Shut up, on. <laughs> Top of the heap. Uh, Fine, no, stop. No. I leaned okay. into my microphone like three times because I thought he was done. And oh, then I, was, kept I going. was playing on going like five versus. You went a full minute longer than I thought you were going. <laughs> <laughs> good job, though, Kyle. That was a really good start Thank to you. the podcast. Um, Hello, right. welcome to episode eight of the Alex Oberinger podcast. Um, that was a great start, I thought. An appropriate um, start. Yeah, uh, obviously Kyle is here, my co-host Kyle, as, uh, along with Matt and Max. Say hello. Hello. I'm on strike, so I will not. So, so Kyle's the co-host, and we'll no, be yeah, Max we're guest. No, we're all co-hosts. I just said it at the beginning. No, we were guests last time. It sounds like we're uh, guests. I know, I screwed here. up. And it doesn't sound like we've upgraded. I am joined with my co-host Max, my co-host Matt, and my co-host Kyle. And I, host, I wanna I wanna be the I said owner. you first before. <laughs> I'm the host, you all are co-hosts. Welcome to the Maxwell White uh, <laughs> podcast. You don't even know the name of your own show. <laughs> I, I, I uh I won't lie, I kinda of forgot uh, my last name there for a second, but we're we're okay. Max is nursing a hangover at 7.18 p.m. Well, 6.18 for him. But... Um, I'm not It's a work hangover. <laughs> oh, okay. Hard day at work today? A very hard day. I just stopped yeah. like 20, 30 minutes ago. Mm. Um, I want to start off. I have a little work grievance today. I just want to start off with. Um, someone was watering the plants. I stepped in a puddle and my sock was wet for like half the work today. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that is my sucks. little grievance. It was awful. I hate it. must have been a very so big puddle. Well, I wasn't looking. I was like with a customer, and I'm walking, and then I it was a stepped pool. in the puddle. It There's was nothing it was worse pool. than wet socks. Oh, it was the worst. I hated it. Wet pants, wet jeans. Well, I luckily I was wearing jeans because it's eighty degrees. I'm just outside. saying that's worse than wet socks. Oh, wet jeans are the worst. Yeah, I don't know. I don't wear jeans enough to get them wet all the time. So, well, when they're wet, it sucks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Put some jeans on, go in a pool, take <laughs> a bath, and tell us. All right. You guys will start the show. <laughs> I thought we did. I, yeah, we That's did fair. start. That's fair. Um, All right. I am now the host. So let's see. What will we talk about today? No, I have, um, one, I have a topic I, need to start, I wanted to start with. I'm sorry. I don't remember you being the host. Be quiet. <laughs> yes, sir. I was uh, – this is – Yesterday, I think I, saw, I noticed this. I was putting in a movie into Letterboxd. Or no, this is a couple of days ago. And I noticed Kyle watched a movie. And I didn't talk to him. I, Kyle, I don't know if you... Oh, I know what movie you're talking about. If you about. texted Max about this. Kyle, why'd you watch Fifty Shades of Grey? <laughs> An explanation for this. Is so, there? <laughs> there is. So my sister was watching it the other day. And she said that it was laugh will be bad. And I enjoy bad movies sometimes, making fun of them. So I watched it. And it was quite terrible. You know, for a movie that is, like, all about sex, the sex in it sucked. <laughs> like, 
Why make why make a movie Explain. about sex and like you don't even nail like the sex part of the movie because you're certainly not winning people over with like the story or the dialogue. People came there to see one thing. Could you stuck. tell me what the story is? I have no clue. It's just like wait, I want to guess. I want to guess a horny mom movie. I want to guess. Um, I know the character names. Kristen Gray. Yes. I take that back. I know one name. I don't know what her name is. <laughs> Anastasia Steele. Anastasia. Her name's Fifty Shades. That's a sweet name. Um, he is rich. She works for him. Am I right? It's, it, that's not how it starts out, but... Okay. I got one thing right. Uh, and she finds him attractive because he's an attractive man. And then he just, like, uh, shows her all of his kinks. And then that's the movie. And then they made a franchise about that. So it's kind of right. So, like, she's... Not wrong. I, I forget how they met. I've forgotten a lot about the movie. Um, but like they, I think she went in for like an interview or something and he like found her attractive and like, couldn't leave her alone. Like his words, he's like, I'm incapable of like leaving you alone. There's terrible acting in this movie, by the way, too. Jamie Dornan is one of the worst actors I've ever seen. Dakota Johnson's a pretty good actor. She was trying, apparently they try less and less as the movies go on, which well, I'm kind of interested they made more movies. They, I thought they, they also made hate more. each other I think they made too. three. Of them, well, yes, right? there's also zero chemistry oh between the yeah, two, and that's like, also why the sex. I know they bad. they did not like each other like at all. On no, no, the, there was zero chemistry between the two of them. Anyway, so he's like stalking her, kind of, and like Naturally. just like shows up like his her place of work, and like he's really hot, so like she kind of like fell for him, and then mm-hmm. he basically was like, "Hey, like I'm." I'm like really kinky and I'm like, in a, I don't date people. Like I dominate people is essentially what he said. Gross. So it was a little gross. So like they had like, there was this whole scene where like they were at like this table reading through like this, like sex contract pretty much that they came up with which about like, like stuff like she will do or like, won't do. <laughs> yeah. it was yeah. very odd and it was, it was just very weird, but it was, I don't want it was eye an contact. awful movie. No eye contact. <laughs> And then by the end, spoiler alert, the end of the movie, she breaks up with him because she, like, he spanks her too hard, I think is the reason. I don't know. That makes sense. Um, what'd you give it? I think I gave it like a 14. It was awful. Uh, then last It can question. only go up from there, Kyle. Uh, no. Will um, you be watching the next two, or, next two movies are way worse. Like, you gotta watch them, then. I will. They're all, all on Peacock. They're free. It's like they want me to watch them. Oh, that makes sense. It's on the Just because it's free doesn't mean you have to watch it, Kyle. I feel like I have to. Okay. How long are they? Like two hours and ten minutes. It was oh my long. god! Way too long. Are you kidding me? It was oh. so long. I thought it would be like an eighty-minute like movie. <laughs> yeah. No, and there's oh, there's god. like probably six sex scenes, and in total, it's Jeez. probably only like That's so many. <laughs> well, no, for a two-hour and ten-minute-long movie, where the yeah, but any all, movie. Like, Sex is like only on screen for like less than ten minutes. The other two hours are just That's terrible dialogue. Cow, don't sound so disappointed, okay? It's, <laughs> I was, it was two not as hour, advertised. Two hour ten minute porn, dude. It was not Congrats. as advertised. <laughs> I mean, I was, was misled. You were upset about the lack of sex in the movie. And or like the, how poor the quality of sex. Kyle, were you Both. displaying this pleasure or displeasure when you were sitting there next to your sister? <laughs> I wasn't watching it with I her. like to think, Kyle, were you watching this alone? Yes. <laughs> Did you have the lights on? The yes. lights off? I had the lights on. Okay. What, I, I like you said think... you were watching because Molly was watching it. Yeah, and then no, she Molly was like, told them to yeah, watch she it. told me about it. Oh, okay, I got okay. 
I like to think Kyle was watching, and then there's one sex scene, and it wasn't to Kyle's liking, and he's out loud just going, come on! Be better! <laughs> it was like more Kyle's of just going, like, well, that sucked. <laughs> what a disappointment. <laughs> yeah, I mean... All right. It's just false cool. advertising. It's it, it, still disappointing. I'll give you an update uh, next week on the other oh, two please. movies. Please, I'd love that. Oh, you're going to watch both of them by the time next week? Probably. All right, you're going to watch both of them tonight. I might. <laughs> this is gross. I don't know. Okay. Well, what a start. Fifty Shades of Grace talk. Um, keeping up with uh, Hollywood, I told this to Matt, but did you guys see what the working title for Matt Reeves' Batman TV show is? Or not like Batman TV show, but the show set in in Gotham that Isn't he's making? Gotham? No. Well, it's called already uh, The working title right now is uh, is Arkham, which would be sick. If that's what the show's like, kind of like goes into, because like I, Max can attend, like season two of Gotham was all about the villains, but like they didn't like they didn't really do a great job. Like they're just like they here's should, a villain. You know what they should call it uh, season one should be Arkham Asylum. Season, season two should be Arkham City. Mm, I think this has been done before. Then season three oh. is a prequel. It's called Arkham Origins. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. The building on or, like, the creation Paramount of the building. Plus. It's on Paramount Plus instead of HBO Max. God, they'll be dishing on Arkham Origins. We're the ones that like it. <laughs> I do like Arkham Origins. Thing. You got to keep it up. Keep up Wait, with did you say it won't different be on provider. HBO Max? No, it is no, on HBO Max. Joking. He's, he's, yeah. he's making fun of Arkham Origins. Because Arkham uh, Origins is made by a separate developer. Yeah, well, gotcha. the same, but a separate group. I got a little uh, worried because, uh, you know, I don't want to. I'm just tired well, of like, if it's not on HBO Max, then, then you're fine. Well, that's what oh, football's going to yeah. be on here soon. So. Yeah, but at least I own HBO Max. I don't own is, No, isn't it on Peacock, huh? Not Paramount. Well, I'm, I would Paramount? think that at some point there are going to be a lot of games that are usually on CBS that are going to be broadcasted on Paramount+. Plus. Well, That's think, just the direction we're heading in, I think. I think Ugh. there's a primetime game that's going to be on Twitch this year. That's so dumb. I, I mean, we had someone like Amazon Prime or something. Like, or, like, I think Thursday Night Football is going to be on uh, Amazon Prime. There was the worst for old people. Oh, old people are not going to I don't know what my grandparents are going to do with Notre Dame games. You're going to have no idea what oh, to right, watch Oh, right, that's them. on Peacock. Well, yeah. no, I think One. it'll still be on NBC. Yeah, I think it's just the first not the home game. Is, yeah. That's the uh, Florida State. No, home opener. No, Flo- they play Florida State in Florida. Yeah. Who's the home opener? I don't know. Who cares? We only care about the Notre Dame like Purdue game this year, outside of like Cincinnati, North Carolina. No, it'll be the. I mean, in the area. I'm yes. Okay. Well, I was gonna say, I'm like, like, we play USC, we play Wisconsin. Yeah. Play North Carolina. I forgot about Wisconsin. That's the Soldier Field. Um, Home openers against Toledo. Right. What a game! It'll be a huge game for us. It'll probably be a really close game because they're not very good, and Notre Dame usually plays down to those kind of teams. Yeah, but it's a new quarterback, so maybe. Yeah, never know yes, with Jack, Jack Cone. Cone We're in I the like Cone, Cone zone, baby. We are so good at, like, segues. <laughs> I, had one, I had one more TV slash movie thing. I, I was going to mention about. something about HBO Max. but Yeah, go for it. Uh, Max will be happy about this. That They're not just, like, going to fix the app. They're going to make, like, a whole new app from the ground up to replace their old app, which sucks and no one likes <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. They must have heard me. You're they must have, yeah. <laughs> They're big fans. They're going to name it after me, too. It's <laughs> oh, <laughs> one of the worst jokes. I didn't get that at first, but that's really funny. I, 
Listen, Dude, they've been so bad at putting names after HBO. There's so many, and I don't. Oh, there's like, HBO goes, HBO now, HBO Max now. Yeah, not Max now, but Max. <laughs> That's what the new one should be called, though. HBO Max, <laughs> HBO Max, Max now. Go. Now. <laughs> I was about to say, I put them all. Go HBO Max now. Like that'll be the new app. Or Listen, they could just revolutionize it and go HBO One or something like that. If they want to fix like it, the Xbox way. If a year from now they want to fix it and it's good, I will come back on. I will rescind my hatred towards them. But until then, I like the name, down. and that's it. I like the purple. I, think I was just nice gonna purple. say, what about the color scheme? I like the purple. It looks nice. Also, if they want to fix regal. Like, the UI too, that would be great. I would uh, assume that's part of it. Yeah. Like always crashing. Well, let's let's fix like the small things first, like how I'm like not able to open it ninety five percent of the time I try to. Let's just fix the small things, you know. I think you're just going in with negative energy. No, that well, you would too if it crashed <laughs> every single time you used it. Nah, I literally I can't watch just, it on my phone. Anymore. I think you're just a Debbie Downer. No, I'm a Debbie. You're Downer. the one causing it. You're just <laughs> making this up. Okay. What are you talking uh, about? I'm on the side here. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. Yeah. Blame real Max Alex. until I can see it. Well, it is right, named well. after me, so I guess that works. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Taylor and I were watching America's Got Talent last night. I don't know the last time you guys have watched America's Got Talent. I can tell you, uh, never. Like ten years ago. Never. Like six years ago. Yeah, Matt and I, our family watched it for like two years. I would say we watched like every episode. We like we liked the show for about two years span, uh, and then I didn't watch it for like six more or seven more years. And I watched last night just cause, and, uh, there was this, <laughs> there was this performance. It's the quarterfinals. So it's the first live show. Um, and just so you guys know, the hosts now are Simon Cowell, Sophia Vergara, Heidi Klum, and Howie Mandel. Uh, it's only one person your God. <clears throat> and, um, there's this guy named Seth word and they're doing like this promotional video. Uh, cause they only have like 10 acts an episode now. Uh, so they can like d- dive into the person and he's like, I guess he had, per- uh, auditioned in like 2018, 2019 and 2020 and never gotten past the auditions. So I don't know how he made it past two rounds and he's finally here now. Um, but each time they're showing it and like, you can't tell what his act is. So I'm like going into this blind. I'm like, I wonder what his, you know, his talent is if he, they didn't like him three times, but <clears throat> this time they do. So he comes out on stage and there's a big, like 75 foot doors like in front of him and they open the door slowly and he's in this peacock costume with like 50 foot feathers behind him and he's just squawking and i'm like i can't wait to see what he's doing like i don't know if he's like a comedy guy or if he like does like stunts but he just like has a sense of humor about it like he wears a peacock outfit no he's just squawking for a bit and then he takes off those 50 foot feathers and then he has like his little arm flapper. So he's like pretending like he's flying. Um, and he's like, do you guys want to see me see me fly? And everyone's like, not really, but sure. Uh, so he runs up these stairs that he had behind him. And as soon as he goes up like the 10 stairs, there's like flames shooting out like a bunch of fl- like they spent way too much bu- uh, on this act. And he jokes that like he caught on fire. So again, he hasn't done anything yet. But he says he's caught on fire and he's screaming and he rolls down the stairs and they like uh, shoot like a fi- uh, what's what's why am I fire blank. extinguisher. Thank you. A fire extinguisher on, uh, extinguisher on him. 
And my, listen, my brain is going 100 miles a minute right here. Well, you would think I watched it. Yeah. Um, you know the concept they, like, of a fire extinguisher. So, so they're, they're uh, shooting with a fire extinguisher. or like four of them. And then they put like doors in front of them so that people can't see. And so people are like, is he like pretending or is this like part of the show? And then it keeps going on. They're like, oh, this is part of the show. And they move back these like screens and he's dressed as a phoenix now. And then he's squawking again. And then he has like cables attached to his shoulders and he starts flying. Like going, like going up, and he just starts squawking, and then the talent ends. That was it. I was dumbfounded on what I just spent like two minutes of my life watching. I was shocked. And Taylor and I looked at each other. And we're like, "What the hell did we just watch?" And uh, like thirty seconds into it, Simon buzzed him. And uh, once he gets down, Terry Crews comes out and he's like, "What judges? What did you think?" And Sofia Vergara was like, "I, I don't know." And then Heidi Klum looks back at the audience and she goes, did you guys get it? I did. She's like, I just didn't get it. And nobody understood it. And then nobody like laughed or like they just like kind of awkwardly clapped him off stage. And then just it cut to commercial. And I was blown away on what I just watched. I was shocked. Sounds like that's like the worst act of all time. It it was. Sounds The fact that he got through auditions and then Vegas which I know Vegas isn't live and it's not in front of an audience, but the fact that he got through two rounds, but then that was his live performance. Like, what did he do that was so entertaining that people wanted to see more of Seth Ward? But whatever. Good on you, Seth Ward. I guess. He did say, like, in his promotional video, he's like, I could see myself winning this thing. I don't know. I think he's delusional. I think he has brain damage. What a loser. Well, he dressed up like a phoenix in front of America. He sure did. And a peacock. Yep. It was something else. So, there's my America. I will not be watching America's Got Talent anymore. (laughs) I think you should keep us updated on Seth Ward. I don't think he's making it through. (laughs) You never know. Quarterfinals. I saw like five acts that were one million times better than him. Maybe he'll come back. You never know. There was one guy who sang uh, Imagination from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. And uh, so I, I'm biased. I, I loved it because I love the movie and I love the song. Uh, but he was amazing. Like my jaw dropped. And like after the thing, after his uh, song, they're like, if how he was like, if America elects a singer, the winner of America's Got Talent, it's going to be you. And I'm like, I feel bad for like the three other singers that performed today. They're like, oh, Ty just knocked down a bunch of stuff on my dresser. Um, I would feel bad for so many singers. They're just like, well, then why did I just perform? If you just are like, yeah, he's going to win. Cool. Thanks for just ruining my chances. So America's Got Talent. Not very good anymore. So I liked it with Howard Stern. That was fun. Yeah, Howard Stern was good. Yeah, I like that. And then, although Pierce Morgan was on it, he sucked. Yeah. So. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He's not a good person. Confirmed. Disavow. Pierce Morgan. So. Anything else entertainment-wise that you guys want to talk about? Or else we can go into sports. All my stuff is sports-related. Okay. Um, I have one basketball-related thing. It's kind of basketball-related. It's about but, the uh, No. Um, we talked about that last week. You missed it. Um. Two days ago was Magic Johnson's birthday. I don't know if you guys saw that. Uh, Darren Ravel 
in classic Darren Rill fashion, tweeted, when Magic Johnson announced he had HIV at 32, statistics showed he had a 50% chance of living 10 years. He turned 62 today. Why couldn't you just say happy birthday? <laughs> what? What's going through Darren Ravel's head? Like, I don't know. I know he's very polarizing. I would guess that none of us like him. That but, weird, dude. <laughs> like, there was that one guy who tweeted uh, about when his dad passed away, he had like a thousand uh, baseball cards. And Darren Ravel replied, he goes, probably nothing good. Yeah. What the like, hell? Dude? That's no. kind of funny. Though. Yeah, that's funny. Though. Like, <laughs> so, no, so he's playing—he's playing a character, but a lot. I like, hope so. I think it's partly playing a character, and partly like he's just like that's how he thinks, and like that's how weird he is. But that's really funny. Like that is really funny. I, I like, but I would feel so that's bad really, if the guy really funny. I'd be like, "Damn, dude, my dad passed away." Don't be talking like so that. Funny. But like he has some tweets. <laughs> yeah, I know. The more you think about it, you're like, that was just ruthless, Darren. Um, he has some tweets that are like, here's how many pennies Seth Cur- or Steph Curry's new contract is. Like that stuff, like, yeah, yeah sure, I'll, I'll see that. But then no, that's not like interesting. That, and you're what like, you, what do you Alex, mean? Do you need someone else to do that math <laughs> for you? No, no, no. I'm saying like uh just add to in zero. physical space. In physical space. Oh, okay. Like here it is compared well, to like a stadium or something like that. What's the point of that? I don't know. What's the maybe, point of anything Darren Rebell Maybe does? Steph Curry will actually do that where he'll get his whole contract All but of pennies. $10 million yeah, in, in yeah. pennies. And he just fills like a small city. I don't know how many pennies it would be, but I would assume a lot. <laughs> so that stuff, I'm like, yeah, I'll see what he says. Like I'll like look down and then, but then he'll tweet something like that. And I'm like, what the hell are you thinking, Darren? Just say, like, happy birthday. It's Magic Johnson. He's done anything wrong. It reminds me of that Donald Sterling clip. What has Magic Johnson done? He has AIDS. Yeah, he, <laughs> no, he had AIDS. He had AIDS. He <laughs> yes, yelled. he did, Donald. Yeah. No, he didn't. I disavowed Donald <laughs> He had HIV. He didn't have AIDS. He had HIV. He does have HIV. Isn't that what? Yeah, he does have HIV. Isn't that what Donald Sterling yelled? He had AIDS. Something like that. Yeah. Um, did you say you disavowed Donald Sterling? Yep, disavow. That's yep. good. I, that's, <laughs> that's really Smart. brave. What about, I'm, I'm Kyle. what about his, uh, Kyle, what about his Asian girlfriend that wore the uh, poker hat visor? Like I'm all the time. anyone associated with Donald Sterling. Okay. Isn't that mean anyone sure. on the Clippers? Blake Griffin, are you anti Yeah, are you anti Blake Griffin? I guess so. Wow. <laughs> really put you hey, in the corner there, Kyle. He's making a stand <laughs> and he's sticking with it. I got to stick by my principles that I just laid out. There you go. I appreciate that. So, all right. Oh, Kyle, do you want to get out your bowl stuff since you weren't here last week? No, we no. can just skip that. Thank you. That's okay. We can find <laughs> Okay. Okay. Come NBA season, it's going to be all bowls talks. Yeah. We'll, all bowls all the time when we go. 82 and 0, or how many ever games they're playing this year? I don't know if they're playing 82 this year. Matt, I told Kyle, uh, if the Bulls are like okay this year, then I'm going to be the biggest Bulls fan ever. Nice. Join the club. It's impossible because um, Matt and I are right here. Unless the Golden State Warriors win the championship again, in which case I will be. I mean, Max, they're a pretty good State. team. Clay will play again. So. Yeah, I know, Alex. Will Clay play again? Fan right I mean, he now. should be healthy. Maybe. I don't know. He could have another setback. That's all he is now. I've been that dude just gets high on a bow and tweets out stuff. 
I've been to as many Golden yeah, State Warriors <laughs> games as Alex has Celtics games. So who's it's the bigger true. fan? Damn, it's true. Listen, I know you know that's fine. Who cares? Um, I don't. Certainly. Exactly. There we go. Um, <laughs> I would guess that Max didn't watch, but football's back. Max, I I'm watched. Guessing, you did watch. I watched uh, two drives of the Panthers game. That PJ Walker pass to uh, Tommy Tremble was awesome. That was a great throw. Yeah, he looks good. Granted, it was against like third string defensive players. I the preseason is so stupid. I literally watched two drives. And I was like, yeah, none of the all of this is absolutely worthless. Yeah, yeah but none it's of nice matters. to watch football though. Unless like, you're a Bears fan. Unless yeah. you're a Bears Jaguars, oh, a delusional um, Bears fan. Yeah, here what do you we mean go. delusional? Justin Fields. You don't have to say delusional. Against... That just goes along with saying Bears fan. We just I mean, he, was, he came in against the second stringers and was playing against the third string Dolphin defense. Dolphins. So, I mean, if he was any good, he should tear them up. And he did. Yeah, two touchdowns. Um, I, my big thing, though, with football, I, like I watched not even half the game. Yes. Uh, we recorded it, too, and I fell asleep uh, halfway through. Um, Single-digit numbers on, like, running backs and stuff, I will not get used to it. Like, uh, playoff Damien is number eight for the Bears. And dude, did I not see that coming? Or I will not get used to it. I, it'll take me two years, I think. It literally does absolutely nothing for me visually. No, oh, oh I looked at it and I go, I don't know who that is. I couldn't uh, tell you. I well, not I mean, a if they change their number, yeah. But, like, I don't care, like, in the slightest that, like, Michael Parsons is wearing number 11. It's going to take me a couple weeks to realize Eddie Jackson's over four. So... And I mean, he's, I've been watching him play the last three, four years. So it's, it's going to take me a bit. I, every time I look at it, I have to go, oh, right. That's I still again. like, I still don't comprehend what the argument was like against low numbers for players and why I don't either. Like, that didn't make much such sense. a controversial thing. But I was now, reading that, I was like, I cannot yeah. understand it. Like, I just don't know what they're at. Like they're, the argument could be against people wearing different numbers. But you know what? They did it for 102 years, and now all our dumb. No, nah, they like, didn't. Whoa. It's only been a thing for like a little bit. Well, it's I think it changes. Or, or like I think it's changed multiple times. Like, yeah, because like time. wide receivers, they were only like in. Oh, it's true. They did recently. Yeah, that. they like uh could go into like the teens or whatever. Recently, I wonder who the first like wide receiver to wear a number nine in the 80s was. Jerry Rice. Chad Ochocinco, right? Jerry Rice, you dumbass. (laughs) Two famous numbers. Yeah, I know. I said it was a joke. Yeah, so is mine, (laughs) dum-dum. I know, but I didn't hear you at first because I was thinking of Chad Ochocinco. Did you guys see Tim Tebow's blocks? Oh. I think I could. It looked like I was out there. It looked like a former quarterback turned MLB player turned tight end was blocking. Yes. Who, who also happens to be 34. Oh, is he that old? Yeah. He's not 34, is he really? Yeah, he is. Yep. Whoa. He looked huge, though. I'll give him that. Physically, he looks awesome. He has, yeah, he, he has like a physique. big dude. He has the yeah. physique to be a tight end. He but doesn't have the like, talent or the have... skill or yeah. the, like, IQ to do it. No. Yeah. Well, not I, football IQ. Well, that was about to say. That's really rude. Just, <laughs> he's a Call smart guy. A stupid person. He's yeah. unathletic. He's, too stupid. he's stupid. He's too stupid to play tight end. <laughs> he's ugly. Get off the team, uh, Tim. So, yeah. I mean, I think he will. The Tim oh, Tebow circus sure. will forever live on. As long as that man is alive. Yeah. 
That man will be 50 years old and trying to make a comeback. In he football. was so he's gonna he's be a, good on he's gonna be uh, like a college bowler. game day. I don't know why. He should be a bowler, yeah. Just go to the next. Just go on disc golf. Yeah. Hey, that's hot. Go to disc golf. Why not? Nobody. I'm sure that. lacrosse will take him. Ooh, the PLL. They'll take him. Sure. Um. Oh, is Chris Hogan playing? I don't know. I think he's in that league now. So no. I like a wrestler. I think he's actually playing football. Oh, that's a good idea, Max. Is yeah, he on the that, Panthers that makes or sense. something? Tom Zibikowski did that with boxing. I guess so did. Uh, Eric was, Hardy did that too, right? That, no, that's MMA, not boxing. I think Zibby did boxing. Was it MMA? Well, Greg Hardy's is. No, I know. I'm talking. I'm talking Zibby. Sorry, I think uh, Zibby was boxing. Oh, well, I, I know they I both no stunk at it. Like I know Greg Hardy is awful. Like I think he has one win in like two years. Well, I mean, two years He's fighting you're real only fighting like two or three other. You're only fighting like two to three times. In two I'm years. gonna look up Greg Hardy's. Is Greg, is it MMA? Yes, no, it's UFC. It it's yeah, or UFC. UFC. Yeah, UFC. He's well, four and four. UFC is just MMA. It's yes, true. it is. He is a baseball he got MLB within within a minute in one of his <laughs> uh, fights. No, Matt, completely different. <laughs> yeah, he got knocked out in less than a minute in a fight. He's yeah, seven and four. Fight. Well, oh, no, this is from July. So, there, well, yeah, also, no, there's an MMA record and then a UFC record because you can fight, you can have an MMA record but not be official UFC fights. Yeah, but this so is from UFC. Uh, it looks this like is everything UFC is UFC. No, I'm oh, saying, but like, but like, uh, the, your record listed might be different. His nickname well, is Prince his, of War. His professional record is seven and four. Right, but Alex said it was four and four, so I'm guessing that's his mm. UFC record. That was uh, articles from July, so it looks like he's fought three more times or something. Nope, he definitely. Uh, do you understand how the UFC works, like in any way? No, I'm <laughs> you think talking just guys about... walk out every weekend and fight. Yeah, I think if you're not as good, maybe his last fight was no. in 2018, Alex. Well, then this is what? really wrong. Are you Wait, talking what? About? No, Greg just Hardy fought, just fought like a few like, months ago. A month really? Ago, baby. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm just me. looking at his Wikipedia. And... Well, I try to go to UFCstats.com. Oh, now it loads. Oh, God. I don't know. Oh, no, that was that. his first fight. You're right. Okay. He fought it's July 10th. Ordered wrong. Yeah, that's not thinking of. He lost. Good. <laughs> oh, yeah, he was in the McGregor-Poyer uh, undercard. Yep. He lost in a minute and seven seconds. He lost one how, fight in 17 seconds. How long do you think you could last? Oh, I'd withdraw within one second. What are you talking about? Oh. I feel like I'd run around for the spirit of the question. Oh, no. Could, Kyle, you'd run around there and you're like, you'd get tired. You're like, oh. Well, yeah, no. yeah, yeah Kyle, you say you'd run around, but they're definitely way I could, faster. I said I could than run you. around for a few seconds and then I'd get beat. He I could is, last 10 seconds. Uh, he is uh, four, four with a no contest in the UFC. Okay. Cool. Yeah. That, and that was Greg Hardy talk. Yeah, yeah um, that's been enough. I also, I'm going to be the one that have... says it. I disavow Greg Hardy. <laughs> Good for you, Matt. Good for you. Also, Alex, uh, you had very little understanding of the UFC, which when, is fine. So, Max, from what I was going was, I never clicked on a single article. I just looked at the article head. Uh, at the Do list. you guys want to? Guess Greg Hardy's uh, nickname in the UFC. Is it Prince, the of Prince of War. 
All right. Well, I said that. Gonna look yeah, you at said it. it. Oh, did you? Said it. Did you yeah. Said it? Oh, that's my bad. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Well, jerk. I I tend to uh, <laughs> tune you out. That's my bad. Oh, I'm glad you're on the podcast with me then. <laughs> I just well, won't listen to this is the Max White podcast. I don't know what you're talking yeah. about. Oh, that's true. That's true. I'm sorry. I'm the host. Yeah. Well, then what's the next topic? Because I have a topic. Anyway. Oh, I got Alex, a topic. I know, oh, okay. Alex. I hope you're enjoying your time on the podcast because <laughs> today's the last day. Yeah, <laughs> Matt, what do you got? Uh, I want to talk about A Rod. <laughs> yeah, Matt, talk oh about that. Be careful. He is the worst. Yesterday, he called the Los Angeles Dodgers a baseball team. Let's just remember this. He called them the New York Yankees of baseball. What's what's the, your point? What are you trying to get at? The Tyler, they're not. They're named the Los Angeles Dodgers. Also, I'm with the you New in York the Yankees. Both still play baseball. <laughs> yeah, I just I, this man. In all seriousness, is the worst commentator in all of sports. He's so bad. I disagree. Just when the Cubs are down like not even six close to two out. against the Braves in the second inning or something like that, and A Rod says the Cubs have them exactly where they want them, down <laughs> four in the second inning. The Cubs have not had a single team where they want them at all this year. So uh, <sighs> rude. The New York Yankees. Hey, Kyle, how does it make you feel that a steamed, famous New York Yankee says that another Some people call him the greatest now, New York Yankee of all time. Do they? Is now... No. I just oh, to okay. Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was really confused there for a second. He's now saying that another baseball team are the New York Yankees. How does that make you feel as a Yankees fan? Um, well, I mean, the Dodgers are better. Than the Yankees. I think he's right saying now. the Yankees are irrelevant now. I think he's trying to say is that the Yankees are like the pinnacle of baseball, and they've now been overtaken by the Dodgers. That's the pinnacle. So when right was the now, last time the Yankees a, were the pinnacle of baseball. Right now, it's one A. Twelve years ago, two thousand even even two thousand nine though they weren't like why like the I mean, Yankees that was a pretty good team. In no, but yeah. like they weren't like like in twenty ten we're not like the Yankees are owning baseball like they didn't like. Well, they I'm didn't win the like, World Series oh, in 2010. Yeah, I'm saying like 2009. No, I know. You win the World saying, Series, you are the pinnacle of baseball. For that oh, I'm, year. I'm thinking like an era is. I should I should revise what I said. I'm thinking like an era, not like one year. Is that okay? Because I was. There's nothing like wrong with winning only one World Series, Alex. Okay? I, I agree, <laughs> Matthew. I strongly agree. You don't. What do you mean? I don't. You don't know I what it's make, like. Sucks didn't even make the playoffs next year. <laughs> So, yeah, but also the wild card was different. So, um, all right, should we talk about actual baseball now? Before we get into the main subject of today's episode, I'm not looking forward to it. Um, I do want to talk about uh, the Field of Dreams game that was last Thursday. Yes, Thursday. Um, Kyle, as the biggest Field of Dreams fan, would you uh, care to just say how much you loved it? Yeah, Kyle, could you explain to me what was going on? Mm hmm. I, I can, actually. I believe um, they started the game with everybody walking out of the cornfield, just like it happens in the movie. Great, mm-hmm. favorite, My favorite scene in the movie by far. <laughs> um, Kevin Costner was on the broadcast. That was pretty cool. Wow, you totally skipped that. So, disclaimer, Kyle's never seen Field of Dreams. Um, if that wasn't apparent. 
Yeah, he was in the movie. So, Kyle, it started with Kevin Costner walking onto the field. Yeah, and, isn't that what uh, I said? Kevin nope, Costner said, and the players? He said everyone. He said the players. <laughs> so, well, was, um, well, in the moment... And he walked. Yeah, he really looked that. I was going to say, I was like, is he going to, like, hurry up? Because, like, we got a game to go, like, to play. And then all of a sudden, everybody walked out, and I was like, oh, now I see why he was kind of milking it. He was kind of just waiting on everybody else. But, like... Even when I they showed that did... video the day before the Field of Dreams where they're like, here's Kevin Cosner's live reaction to the field. And then he just goes, wow. I'm like, wow, way to really sell that you're excited about this game, Kevin. Well, it's like, but... what do you say? It's a baseball field. No, I know. But wow. like, I don't know. He like he took like three steps too onto like into foul territory. And he's like, wow, this is great. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, he really milked walking out from the cornfield to like, I thought he was going to throw out the first pitch too. And then he just didn't. He like held the ball too the whole time. And then he just walked into the stands. And that really confused me. But watching the Sox and Yankees walk out of the uh, corn was just awesome to watch. Like that, for every person that has seen Field of Dreams, uh, I, I mean, that was perfect, wasn't it? Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. 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 It was well done. Um, yeah. The MLB really, <clears throat> this is one of the, the few times in a while where I looked at it and went, the MLB just did everything they should have. And they did it really well too, which yeah. surprised mm-hmm. me, honestly. Like I thought, I thought the game. I thought it was going to be really hokey and it wasn't. I, so. Yeah. I mean, like they got James Earl Jones to do like the narration uh, mm-hmm. of the, the intro video. Uh, they had all the broadcasters like in the old time. Clothes, I was just about to say that. Cool. I love that. Except Frank Thomas. Well, although he wore like a plaid. Jacket. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It just, but, was which was kind of like, old school, but like it was so subtle you couldn't really tell. David John Ortiz Smoltz, looked awesome. John D- Smoltz David was the rest of the nines too. He I think amazing. Tom Verducci. Uh, I don't think he bought anything. I think that he just owned that. Like his He's outfit. He's been waiting for so long to wear that. Yeah, yeah. So he just game. had it. Like I think everybody else had to buy something, and then Tom Verducci's like, "I already got this. Check this out. My wife bought this for me thirty years ago. <laughs> Finally get to wear it." But. I, I mean, it was perfect. Um, the jerseys, I, I will say, they looked better uh, on TV than I did than I saw from like the pictures and everything. Except on Lance Lynn, it, it made Lance so Lynn look fat. so fat. Um, which it's tough to make to him look weight. thin. Well, you know what? Our black jerseys make him look nice because black is slimming. But when you wear white with uh, pinstripes on it, you don't look all that great. I was hoping it would be like Lance Lynn versus like Jabba Chamberlain, just have like a fat <laughs> off or something like that. And just see, but CC Sebastian. Yeah, yeah. yeah that that CC Fat Bastia to you. CC you need a time machine yeah. for that. No, I know, but I was thinking because they looked similar to with their big beards. But um, uh, it was Lance Lynn versus Andrew Weenie. I don't know how we missed that nickname. Uh, but I'm I, I'm convinced that the Yankees started him because Aaron Boone wanted to entertain the fans with a lot of home runs, which is His exactly what they got. Good though. You have to admit, his curveball looked good. I mean, he um, gave up seven runs in five innings. I think the wind was blowing to right field. <laughs> it certainly seemed that way. Um, and it just so happened, like, everything, like, the pageantry and everything was awesome with this. And everyone's like, man, this is this is great. And then I think Kyle would agree, this was probably the best game all season. Uh, it was. It, I mean, it was, if it's not number one, it's certainly up there for discussion. It was constant, like, back and forth. Like, you had the... Sox uh, scored in the first and then just back, you know, they, it just, it kept going. And then all the way to the bottom of the ninth, it just had everything going for it. And it was just as like a fan's perspective, that was, 
I mean, that's why you watch baseball. Baseball is just amazing that way. It's like, I, I mean, I don't know. I loved it. It was a good. It was a great night for the sport. That's for sure. Yeah, it was. Do you guys? So I sent this to you. It was the most viewed game in sixteen years. Yeah. Uh, since the uh, what was it? Uh, Yankees Red Sox O five game. Uh, oh, in the playoffs? Are you saying? No, no. The year season. after they won the World Series. Yeah, the uh, five point nine million viewers. Pretty that impressive. One? Yeah, for for the Field of Dreams game, it's not bad. Yeah, pretty good. Great. I did Especially see that baseball. it was like Chicago's. Uh, there was like double the amount of people watching Chicago than New York. Um, oh no, I'm sorry, six million viewers. I yeah, I, I understand. Which is yeah, five point nine was the Red Sox Yankees, but yeah, so it was perfect. Um, so yeah, they did well. I think. Um, I hope they do. I I hope they do it. You know, like year round, and I hope they well, like incorporate other ones. So as well. this is this is my worry. If they do it year round, don't you think people are just gonna like not really care anymore? Yeah. Like well, if, this is like if they do it like seven years in a row, you're gonna be like, oh, now we gotta drive to or fly no. to Iowa. But the fact that it's one game, what did each you year, fly then... to Iowa? I mean, like if you're the Yankees or whatever, it's like it's a 15 minute longer flight or whatever. Right. Like. And they already have the field. They already have everything built out. So yeah. Why not? Like, would yeah. you really be upset if there was a field of dream game? No, but year? like, I don't know because we. I think because this one was it's, so good that like, it's not like you can really one up it. Is is? But I do guess you have to one up it? No, but no. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. That, that's why there's smarter people out there. That give that more. This. Give of, more people yeah, an yeah, opportunity. Other teams, to go. other yeah. fan bases. Teams. Yeah, I mean, but I mean the fact. So I mean, field MLB, of dreams. It's like it's about guys that played on the White Sox and the Yankees. MLB so, goes to London. I mean, they shouldn't do it anymore just because it's really. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, one. I mean, a few they teams have, have already done it. Bigger. They, have, they have to make that stadium. Stadium is yeah. actually pretty big. It's not. <laughs> I mean, it was like fourteen to twelve. Yeah, I think it was higher than that. I thought it was like in the twenties. The dimensions were absurd. There was yeah. one game. It was uh, the game I was at. It was like nineteen to fourteen or something yeah, like that. It was I did like that. The Field of Dreams. It was like uh, it was old Comiskey, uh, the thing, and they put the uh, bullpen in center field like an old Comiskey. That was pretty cool. Um, so I mean, I don't know. I, they can do. It. I think the Cubs are lined up to do it next year. Which that's the rumor that uh, David Ross said. I guess like this is this is from not a Cubs fan where you'd be like, sweet, we get to play it, play in it, and then you like. Get closer and closer. You're like, I don't want to see this team play in this game. Yeah, we'll have home right? field advantage though, because the Iowa Cubs will be playing. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah true. We'll know yes. the city. We'll know the place. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it would still be cool. Like, I, I, you know, maybe the Cubs Cardinals because it's supposed to be Sox Cardinals last year, right? Well, Cubs Cardinals is the London game. Oh, is oh, it was supposed to be the London game? Yeah. Yeah, but I think they just put it off. A year uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so they're just not doing it this year? I had tickets to that game, so they're better. <laughs> right. Yeah. Did they refund you for that? They, they did, yes. No, okay, well, that's, that's good. good. That's good. Yeah. All right. Kyle. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. Before? Before. I'll, I'll so, have to say a disclaimer, too, for it. So. Okay. Yeah, Baseball America released uh, a post-trade deadline um, uh, farm system ranking. Yep. Dead last, uh, baby. 
Yeah, Dead last. 30. Oh, I, knew, I knew this all season. Yeah. We were 24. They're all playing, so, yeah. Nice. Yeah. I don't know how the Cubs are 24th. It's yeah. Stupid. Very dumb. The Does White that Sox make you upset? Seven. No. That you're 24th after yeah, selling I was, everything? I think it's a little silly. Um, what do you think you would have been if you didn't sell? 29th? You've been right there with me? No. Because we still we still have like we still have Brennan Davis we still have yeah who's uh, the go Miguel Amaya, uh, Miguel Amaya Marquez, uh, the Seattle Mariners have the number one farm system. Interesting. Oh, okay. I, and that's I, without I Jared Kelnick. Yeah, that's oh, true. Right. Um, that's mm-hmm. without Kelnick, Gilbert, and Trammell all being on the Mariners. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking so, of Gilbert, shout out Tyler Gilbert. First career start, throw no hitter. Way to go, dude. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. impressive. Like, I mean, I know he pretty pitched good. in, like, the bullpen a couple times. Like, he had a few really yeah, uh, first really experiences. Like, start, but first yeah, that's career awesome. start. And the fact that it's not the first time that's a- happened is crazy. Is that true? I didn't it was the that. fourth person to do that, in their, to throw a no hitter in their first career start. That's Like, it wild. was the first time since, like, 1950. But still. I mean, three of them were, like, in 1910, 1912 they, or something like that. They can only go down from there. Yeah. yeah. I also saw another stat. It was a perfect I, I'm game. I'm sorry if I switched. <laughs> Max, are you done with the Baseball America thing? The yeah, yeah, prospects? yeah. Uh, I just want to make one note that he, unlike pretty much every other pitcher this year, did it without spider tack and yep. against an actual good offense in the San Diego Padres. Right, Padres. Um, yeah, so shout out Tyler Gilbert. Tyler? Taylor? I Tyler. Tyler. Um, Tristan McKenzie had a perfect game through eight innings, I think, yesterday. Yeah, he looks really good. Um, I saw that he is the tenth person to have a, a perfect game through eight and a thirds since Felix Hernandez's last perfect game, uh, nine years ago or eight years Jeez. ago. He's the That's tenth crazy. person, and none of them have gotten two more outs. That's crazy. Well, it's pretty hard to do. It is. It is. That's why there's yeah. only been like twenty-one or something like that. So. Yeah, the yeah. fact that it was the tenth person. It's Tristan McKenzie too, who sir walks a lot. Like he walks everybody. It's crazy. Yeah. Especially uh, well, last year it wasn't that bad, but this year it's yeah, he is but, he is a walker strikeout. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. when his he's got great on, stuff. Yeah, he's incredible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like he pitched against the White Sox one game this year where he pitched uh, two innings or no three innings or was it two and two thirds or something like that. He struck out every out he got was a strikeout. But he had four walks and he'd give up one hit and it was a grand slam. So he was down like four nothing in two and two thirds and they took him out. Yeah. That was that was like the quintessential Tristan McKenzie start from this season. And then he goes and throws eight perfect. How many strikeouts did he have? I actually don't know. I didn't. I would think assume it was a whole it's, lot. He had like he he was only at like a hundred pitches when he gave up the hit. So keep talking. I'm gonna find it. No, I mean. Kind of that that start you're talking about against uh, the White Sox kind of sounds like Lucas Giolito like every other start. <laughs> sure does, doesn't it? <laughs> Him or Dylan Cease. Cease looked okay. What day was the <laughs> Tristan McKenzie? Just look up Tristan McKenzie's last just, start. Cal, I can't explain to you how excited I am to just rip the White Sox. Uh, hang on, I found it. Um, it's it's been a long time coming. Yeah, well, we've been right the entire year. Yeah. No, listen, my phone's taking a while, though. Yeah. I have a thing. Come on. Oh. 
great podcasting. Yeah, tell the hamster to run faster. He had 93 pitches. Um, it does not say how many strikeouts he had. What he had 11 strikeouts. Jeez, 11. Louise, Alex. Jesus. Well, it's not. So not like, I clicked hard. on it, and it's not. It didn't show like box stats or something like that. It went to like game recap, so I had to like read through paragraphs. So just go on baseball reference and look at his game logs. I didn't. I went to the MLB. I thought it was. Is was a good amount, you. so I was definitely wrong. I would have guessed like seven. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, he was good. Yeah. All right, can we talk about the White Sox now? Uh, let's put I'm out excited. a disclaimer. Um, obviously the Sox played the Yankees. You're just week. delaying this. No, I'm so just, much. I'm just putting, yeah. I'm putting, I'm just putting <laughs> this out for people. Yankees beat the White Sox, and I wasn't happy. Kyle was happy. Um, and uh, here's their reactions because we kind of held it a little bit for games two and three, so. You guys can have the floor. I'll, I'll sit back and wait. Can I start, Maxwell? <laughs> Here, here's uh, let me let me just say something, and then you guys can talk about the actual game, right? So, Cal sent me this earlier. The White Sox have four against the A's, three against the Rays, three against the Blue Jays coming up, right? Yeah, not all right. If you if you don't win two, good one, Matt. If you don't win two out of three of the series. I would be extremely worried. I knew are... uh, a couple weeks ago that August would be like, this is what I'll, I'll know what this team is this month. You have one wild card team in, in the A's that are behind the team that you're most likely going to play. Well, in we playoffs. have the same record as the A's, I believe. I think we're both 68 and 50. No, what? But they're, they're a wild card team. You are not. No, I'm saying just record wise, we have the same. Because we, I mean, right. we're obviously going to win the division, but, but I I'm think record-wise, like, we're the same. Right. Yeah, because you'll you'll face most likely the Astros Probably. if everything holds, right? <laughs> They're ahead of the A's in their division. Correct. Right. Yeah. So if you don't beat the A's in the series, I'd be pretty worried. I would love beat... for you to sweep the A's personally, yeah. Alex. That would be ideal. Uh, if you don't, if you don't beat two out of three of these upcoming. Teams, I would be extremely worried. You have one fringe wild card, you have one wild card, and then you have one that's the Rays. Who well, they so no, they're ahead of their division now. So Kyle, yeah, they're the best saying, team in the American League. With you yeah. saying, oh Houston, for, I think for sure. No, uh, Tampa. Tampa. Uh, well, Houston's yeah. bat scares me, uh, and their pitching is pretty good. Yeah, but the um, Rays are far and away the best managed team in baseball. He, if I hope they play like either in the playoffs. Because I want to see Kevin Cash's managerial decisions versus Tony, or I'm sorry, <laughs> uh, Larusso's. Yeah, I don't want to play the A's again. I, I don't want to do that like last year. Oh my um, god! So, with Kyle, with you saying you hope that we sweep the A's. So I'm, I'm going to San Francisco on Wednesday, and the first two days that I'll be gone, I I will be in Stephen Piscotti's house the whole week, uh, and he'll be gone the first two games because he'll be playing in Chicago against the White Sox. If we sweep or they sweep against us, I have a feeling that some words are going to – like if they sweep the White Sox, I feel like he's going to start shit-talking to me, and then I'm not going to know what to say. Uh, but if the White Sox sweep the A's, then I feel like I also can't say anything because that's just rude. So I'm not in a good spot. Although I think it's four. Profession. Between your... It's four. <laughs> so my best-case scenario is we go two and two against the A's just for this week alone. Obviously, I'd like to win this series, but, you know – 
for a, a for nice your own house personal this, health. For, yes, for my own personal health. This so week, you don't get beat up by a baseball two, player. Yeah, so the six five right fielder for the ace doesn't beat me up. <laughs> I'm hoping we go two and two. All right, Kyle, go for it. Berate. Okay. Me. So I'm not, I'm not I'm gonna be very cordial and I'm I'm not gonna yell or anything. So Please let's just let's go back already. to the uh, Yankees White Sox series in what was it June or something May or June all the way back when when we swept you. A lot of the excuses that White Sox fans were giving out were um, they weren't healthy. You guys didn't have Eloy or some other players. Were, you guys weren't Lewis healthy Robert. at all. And we won on a couple of walk-offs, which coincidentally is the one game that you've won against us in a fake MLB stadium. But anyway, um, so we play you guys I mean, you guys played week. in the same stadium, so. Yeah. And you can't say anything about a fake MLB stadium. I mean, you played a Little League field, dude. I mean, that's what we played in Iowa. Anyway, let, let me speak. I have the floor. So fast it is the Kyle Rayner podcast. He's got so. the talking stick right now. No, it's a Max White podcast. <laughs> you love co-hosts. So this week, we you didn't have our starting third baseman, shortstop, first baseman, or our two best pitchers and our closer. And we still took two of three. So I just wanted to say that. Two, the White Sox are easily the most overrated team in all of baseball. Yes. I think that is... That was a question before for most people. Um, I think it's solidified right now. Uh, Playing the AL Central, who have easily the worst division in baseball. I think. To be fair, that's not the White Sox' fault, though. It's just, I mean, it's just. No, it's, I mean, you I play who you, you play. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. It's the worst division. Yeah, but, that's, you know. It's not your fault. You have to play who's on your schedule. It just so happens that most teams on your schedule are well, terrible well, baseball teams. Let's also clarify. Oh, Detroit's hot. They play well. Yeah, let's clarify. That's all I got. It doesn't matter who they are. Like, it's not their fault that the schedule is bad. But when you play good teams, then – and you don't win, that is 100% your fault, which is what we're seeing with the Chicago White Sox, and that they are not good against teams that are even remotely around 500. Yes, and I don't – the Yankees, I don't – they're not a great team. I think they are a better team than what they were the first time they played the White Sox with the additions that we've made. You are really – you're like one of the hottest teams of baseball. Too. We are – well, and we're not, we're not a playoff team. Yeah, we're still I mean, two you're and a half only, games back. Yeah, I mean, that's not – I mean, it's August. You still have a lot of time. So, so sorry, keep going. It was any – it's – I forget the records – that they have against teams over 500. I'm trying to find have that it if you want. Oh, okay. So yeah. I, I was trying to find it. I have a couple of records against like individual teams. So like they're seven and zero against the Orioles, thirteen and six Woo-hoo. against the Twins, three and zero against the Rangers, nine and four against Ooh, the Tigers. Three against the when Rangers. did we play the Rangers? I don't even remember that. I don't know, but you won all three games. Congrats. So it's just <laughs> the, there are a lot of the bad teams. Three and zero against the Cubs. They're not good. That's coming up at the end of the month. And then you're one and five against the Yankees. Um, you are two and one against the Rays, which is kind of impressive. Um, three and three against the Mariners, one and two against the Brewers, two and five against the Astros. Those are all playoff teams. And yeah, it's not looking good for you. You're not really good against those teams, it seems like. So it's Oh, we played the the Rangers in April. Okay, I had no idea when we played. Yeah. Them. So and the White Sox are health. You guys are healthy now, so. except for Grundall. Oh, and we. Well, just, he oh no, he's hitting one ninety. You. <laughs> what, Kyle? Is he really providing much for you? I mean, he hits home runs and, and get, gets guys. I mean, he hits home runs. He drives guys in. So 
And it's it's more of like a veteran presence too. Like we have Zach Cons and Sebi Zavala. I'm sick of seeing those guys uh, play every day. Um, and then we also just put Adam Engel on the 10 day today. Wait, <laughs> so, okay. You you say veteran presence. Then why is Jose Abreu like still playing baseball? Is he not the veteran? You like that was the whole. Oh, he. Remark. Well, so. I'm like, saying, well, no, no, I mean, but you I, what can't I'm just saying have is just one. the excuses flow just so easily for White Sox fans. It's incredible. I just I don't get it. I don't. Kyle, maybe you can you can help explain it to me because I'm just I'm well, just having as, trouble understanding. As, a, as an excuse guy myself, I do I understand the biggest where they're coming guy from. Here. I do understand where they're coming from. I don't agree with any of it, but I probably would be making the same excuses if I was in their shoes. Kyle, you're not a playoff team. What are we talking about? No, I'm, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just saying, like, I also make a lot of excuses, and I have, a, I have a lot written down in case we don't make the playoffs. So I'm just – I'm prepared. <laughs> Kyle is the ultimate hedger, where all season he said that the Yankees suck and everyone who loses to them is also bad. But then yep. when they start to win, they're like, I well, can't that believe was the we beat you Yankees. guys. That was the New York Yankees. This is the new New York Yankees. So oh, I didn't know this was a thing. This is a completely yeah. different team. No, nah, Kyle, you already canceled the season. No, the new New York Yankees are the Los Angeles Dodgers. Yeah, it's true. It's true, Kyle. The new New York Yankees are the Dodgers. There were seats to show it, too. So, no, listen, But this isn't about uh, the Yankees. Keep going, Kyle. Um, the White Sox talk. The biggest thing I really want to get into is um, the fraud that is Liam Hendricks. <laughs> he, I've been on this for a couple years now, ever since the 2018 wildcard game that he opened against the Yankees with, where Aaron Judge took him deep, like – five pitches in he was the opener yes um liam hendricks is easily the biggest fraud going right now in baseball he i looked it up today so 20 he has i think he's appeared in 50 games this year so far according to baseball reference that's what it said unless they have the numbers wrong 27 of those appearances have been against the tigers pirates royals twins orioles rangers angels and cubs yeah and i've been saying this the and entire saved, time about their um, starting pitching. The entire he saved time. 26 games this year. 18 of those have been against those awful teams that I just listed off. And he has only pitched – he's only made six appearances against teams that are in the playoffs, and only two of those were in safe situations. Granted, he did save both games, but he's not pitching in a lot of games against really good opponents. And obviously – the Yankees own him. He gave up seven runs um, his last two appearances in this series. Which... Kyle, could you repeat the thing before the Yankees? You cut out a second. I didn't, I didn't catch it. Um, 16, he's uh, had six appearances against teams who are currently in the playoffs. Okay, thank you. And, only, yeah, and only two of those were safe situations, two of those six appearances. Thank you. Um, and the Yankees are his daddy. He gave up four runs. I hate when he says that word. He's, he gave up four runs in the Field of Dreams game in the ninth inning. And then in the 10th inning on Saturday, I believe it was, uh, he gave up three. Only two were earned, though. Only two were earned. Yeah, stupid 10th inning rule. And he, yeah, he, he is batting practice for the Yankees. I think heading into the appearance on Saturday, he had an ERA of 8-1-4 against the Yankees, including the postseason. Uh, with and he had given up 10 home runs and 21 innings pitched. So he's just, and he also, 
his personality doesn't help him out when he's, you know, yeah. banging his chest and screaming after he strikes out a Detroit Tiger. And then when he gets lit up for four runs, he just turtles. He just he just crawls back into his nah, shell he, uh, and just walks back into the dugout. Saturday he owned it. I don't I don't know what he did there. I, I didn't don't know what he did Thursday, but Saturday he owned it. You could see where he's like he went up to guys. And he's like that's that's uh, on me. I'm sorry, but I, Thursday I don't know. Yeah, he's Thursday just, was worse than Saturday. Yeah, well, overrated he against. Fly. Yeah, he did, does it against everybody though. Like he did against the Cubs. In a non scenario, I'm talking the owning stuff, Max. Not the banging on his chest and all that stuff. That's just I, I like obviously he did that in Oakland. I think he does like in 2019, 2020 he did that. Um, and then like he just like he got the entire White Sox staff to do that too, which is it's fun to watch. Like when Kopech did it Thursday, like I I got hype, I got really excited watching, and then it cuts commercial and it's bad timing on that. But like well, I'm not gonna want him to stop doing Kopech that. Kopech was in a big spot though, wasn't it? Yeah, we do, usually we do it like when there's. Guys on base. Well, no, yeah, but Hendricks usually, does it when there's guys yeah, on base. Yeah, I was about to say. Hendricks is the only one that just does it. Like, I get it if he, like, gets he the like safe, but, like, that I get. But, like, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't help him out. I agree. My stuff's going to be on Hendricks, too. So I'm not, I'm not happy with him either. I just don't well, like, like, but... if you're going to be that emotional when Back you, up. like, strike out someone, like, a, in a, like, for a bad team, which he's done a lot this year, he's really only faced bad teams. You have to show, like, you can't just turtle when you give up a bunch of runs in another appearance. Like, you got to show, like, like be angry or something like that. Like, show, like, that same emotion. Don't just, like, be silent and I think he'd physically look harm upset. Like, I just... Like, do you remember when Ken Giles punched himself? I, I loved it. Like, that's that what I think awesome. what Liam that's Hendricks is going to do, but, like, way worse. Like, I think he might hurt himself. Like, he'll go on, like, the aisle. With the White Sox uh, aisle luck, like, Kyle, you'll understand. Like, that's just what would happen. He'd go out, he'd do that, and then he'd be out for the rest if of the If Liam Hendricks would have punched himself in the face after Saturday, I would have so much more respect for him. I mean, he'd still be a fraud, <laughs> but I would have so much more respect for him. Be like, good for you, dude. Well, I'll call him up. I'll let him know if you, uh, about that. Um, and also, Lucas Giolito. Max and I belabored this point for a while. Max more so than me for a longer period of time. But uh, just another overrated piece of trash. He's just not very good. <laughs> oh, he threw... He threw 101 <laughs> pitches in four innings yeah, against the Yankees, in the and 23 of those pitches were to Brett Gardner. Scott, so, let's. I let's missed that one, clear. so I didn't see what. So did he just foul off a bunch? Yes. Yeah, I missed. So I saw innings two and three, and then I saw uh, oh, that might be it of yesterday's game. I think he walked Gardner then I went, once. Then and, I went golfing. So and then he, I missed the rest of the game. So yeah, he walked Gardner once, and I think Gardner got a single or a double off him. Yeah. Cal, let's also be clear, like, Giolito, in a lot of people's eyes, was a favorite to win Cy Young this year. He was, so he was called Brandon the Ace of the White Sox entering this year. He never was, but some people thought he was. According to Alex, he would be he would starting game seven in the World Series. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Lance Ooh, Lynn is the Ace see, of that stuff. Also, That's like, fun. A little right defensive. Ooh. Yeah. Lance Lynn also might be overrated after so his poor performance Alex's in the field of dreams get game. Criticized. Yeah, you Who gives know, a shit? No, you know what the difference is, Alex, is I say Cal Hendricks is a number one, but he backs it up in game seven of the World Series. Lucas Giolito may never, ever get there. I if was going to say, I, I, he, doesn't have the, he doesn't have the experience with that one. Um, can I go? Because I have some criticisms on this team as well. I'll, I will let you. Or, Max, do you have anything quick or is it, is it all what Kyle said? 
Um, no, I mean, I think Kyle made some good points. <clears throat> uh, your offense looks horrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yo Mankata. Yeah, that's what I was said, about. Yeah, you said he was going to be a front runner for MVP. Uh, is now not. He's playing very poorly with no power and hitting like 250. Um, yeah, I mean, and you're pitching again. You're. I've been saying this all year long. Your pitching stats on the surface look great, but you have played nobody. And when you do, they get absolutely fried. The floor is yours. Okay. Um, so I, w- I wanted to talk about the offense because I know, like, we haven't had a full – our full lineup for – I think we've had it for, like, kind of two weeks if you want to count without Grundahl. Um, but we had this – this happened mostly in the Minnesota series before the Yankees where I think in, like, two – in games two and three – we lost both of them. We scored one run. You can't like the pitching I, at that point. You don't care about the pitching because you scored one run in two innings or two games. That can't. Ha- that's not how you win a baseball game. I don't care how good the pitching was. Like they could have thrown two no hitters, but you scored one run in two games. You can't have that. And um, I think I do think that this lineup needs to be switched. I don't want Cesar Hernandez batting second anymore. I want Luis Robert up there or, or Andrew Vaughn. I, I I don't know if that can like immediately help, but it at least like give something to the top of the order uh, rather than Cesar Hernandez, like looking at pitches down the middle um, or grounding the double plays or grounding the, the double game. play. Yeah. Um, is that how it ended? Yes. Yeah. We had, you guys yeah. had a runner on sec on first and second with one out and grounded into a double play. Yeah. So I'd rather have Andrew Vaughn there. Who's playing very well lately or Luis Robert, who it seems that he's, I mean, he's also playing pretty well. He hit a home run Saturday. Right, uh, Saturday? Saturday or Sunday it was one of those days. Okay, maybe Sunday. Um, whatever it was. Um, so the offense needs to just—they need to be consistent. Like they'll have like two straight series where like they'll put up like seven runs in a game, and then they'll the next series they'll put up one run in two games. Like what? Like you can't be doing that and expect to compete uh, in the playoffs. So yeah, I'm a little worried with that. But again, like. Grundahl will help. Like, it's not going to hurt when having Grundahl. Like, he'll be up, I think, in a week and a half, maybe next week or something like that. Um, so I'll know for sure, and especially this month with us playing Oakland, Tampa, and then Toronto, uh, I'll know for sure. Um, I'm not wor- – like, you guys talked about Lynn and Giolito. I'm not worried about the starting pitching as much. Like, yeah, when it comes down – like, we have our three that I would – like, we have Lynn and Rodon, who are, are one-two easily this year. And then – like, I don't want to do another bullpen day, like, because we saw that what happened in game three of the uh, wildcard series last year. It didn't do well, although you could also chalk that up to managing. But it, like, it just need they just need to crack down and they allow so many home runs. I don't know. I don't know how you can fix that. You guys also couldn't so get Aaron Judge out all series. No. Oh, yeah. We just can't do it. Let's just, we just won't pitch to Aaron Judge ever. Yeah. I couldn't um, believe that Liam Hendricks was pitching to him in the extra innings in so, on Saturday. And, uh, the, I don't know if you caught this, Kyle, in the Field of Dreams game where Hendricks came in and it's like hasn't pitched since August 6th. I'm like, well, that's not good uh, because he did that. Uh, so he hadn't pitched in a week. And I'm like, that's not the person that you want to have that. Like, he's, he's a guy that should pitch like either every game or, like, every other game, like, he shouldn't go, like, a week without playing. And he did that uh, when he walked a judge in the first series, Kyle, where he didn't play in, like, five or six games. And then he had one batter he faced in the whole series and walked in the winning run. Um, so when I saw that stat, 
I didn't text you because I was I didn't want to like jinx myself. That like when I saw that he hadn't pitched in like six days, I was like, oh, like, and now that I I also look this stat up, he is allowed the third most home runs by a relief pitcher in baseball, and the guys ahead of him play in Colorado, so that makes sense, uh, and then Baltimore, who's absolute trash, and then it's Liam Hendricks, the guy who won the reliever of the year award last yeah, year, right? He gives up bombs. Like he shouldn't be doing that. And now I've gotten to the point recently that like he comes in and I expect at least one home run every other uh, appearance that he comes in and it's pissing me off. And I said this to, I said this to Max and Matt when we acquired Kimbrel, like I had a bad feeling that like Hendricks would still be the closer. I want it to be by committee. I don't think we should have one closer. Like it shouldn't always be, no, like, you should have one closer. It should be Craig. His name's Craig Kimbrell. So, so He's a Hall this, of Famer. He's, he was having one of the best reliever seasons of all time. And you yeah, go, pitch him in the eighth. Oh, this is a well, good I, idea. And he's well, I doubled that's, his that's uh, amount of bombs. Yeah, Saturday. once we got him, I said, I, I dis- like this would be easier if one of them was left-handed, one of them was right-handed. Like there would be no problem with I wouldn't have this issue. But I, it shouldn't be like always like Kopech to Para or Crochet in the seventh. And then Kimbrel in the eighth, and then Hendricks in the ninth. I don't want that. I want either like ride the hot hand. I don't care. It could be like a quarterback in the NFL where you just ride whoever's hot. You just keep going. Uh, or and like if Hendricks has to pitch in the eighth, he could he pitches in the eighth. I don't care. Like I, I mean, if Kimbrel's playing really well, pitch him in the ninth if you feel confident about it. And I think they really should right now at least. Larusa won't do this, but I think for this month at least, Kimbrel should be the closer at least see what we have there. And then if it works, then we can ride that into the playoffs. If it doesn't work, then we can see what happens because we do have a lot of talented guys in our bullpen. We have Ryan Tapera, we have Michael Kopech. Uh, I mean, Aaron Bummer has been pitching well lately. Jose Ruiz has been pitching. All right. Like we have guys that can pitch in like the seventh, eighth and ninth, but it shouldn't always be like, we like teams shouldn't know this is what we're going to do in the seventh. This is what we're going to do in the eighth. This is what we're going to do in the ninth. Like it shouldn't be like that. And I, I want to keep them on their, toe, their toes. And I know La Russa won't do this. And this is why, again, I can't stand Tony La Russa. Uh, but I just, I can't. There's no consistency with this team. And that's really what's pissing me off. At least last year, outside of the last month, we were consistently very, very good. We had the offense. We were hitting home runs. We weren't doing that this year. We were like 24th in baseball in, in home runs hit. But yet we're like fourth in runs scored. So we just need to play the game that we play. And that's, I mean, you just go out there, you swing, you hit home runs. Like, let's stop being patient and hope we get walked. Like, that's what all Moncada is doing right now. He's hoping he gets walked. It's all Grandal does, but he's a little bit, and he's better at it than everybody else in baseball. It's just, it's infuriating to know how un, like, it's just, mm, I wish they'd be consistent. That's really what I want. And they haven't been doing that lately. And, uh, it's just it just sucks that you know it has to be against Kyle's team where we have to say all this. So it's true. I, I think mean, the first step that you should make into improving your team is maybe like put Liam Hendricks as like the mop up guy in like the fifth inning when you're down by eight runs. Then that way he can get I don't up know about like that. all I his home I, runs so, there because he definitely shouldn't be your closer or pitching any I, I high leverage situation. If he pitches the seventh or eighth, that's fine. Like it can still be a high leverage if it's not the ninth. Like I'm okay with like. It's a two-run lead in the seventh inning. Yeah, you can put him in. That's fine. We'll give him something different because I want at least a little bit of change. And LaRusse is not doing anything about it. He's not saying anything. He's like, yeah, Liam Hendricks still wants to go out there in the ninth. That's just who he is. Yeah, he's going to want to pitch every single game. 
if he could, he'll pitch in the seventh, eighth, and ninth every game. That's at just least, who he is. At least your but, manager didn't like your man. My manager, the, our closer right now, came up to him the day before, or I guess on Saturday, saying, "Yeah, I don't feel comfortable being in safe situations anymore. I shouldn't be out there." And then that yeah. very same game puts him out there in a safe situation. Yeah, Zach Britton did not look good. No, he, um, can't, he doesn't throw strikes. He he's no. lost. He's lost on the mound right now. And Aaron Boone still put him out there in a safe situation. He got one out and walked two guys and got, gave up a single. Loaded the bases with one out. God, Kyle, if we both had really good managers, God, this would be so different. Of a we, have a, we can't – every ninth inning of this series, I wanted to kill myself. It was terrible. You guys had traffic on the base pads we had every ninth inning, and there were no outs. Every single game. Like, we, we don't have, like, that – like, when, when someone hits second base, this has been it all year. We just don't know what we're doing anymore. We just swing at every single pitch, no matter where it is. And I just wish that, like, they would know – like. When you have a runner on second base, you could be a little bit more hesitant. But, like, it's when there's nobody on base that you're like, all right, we, I, I can play the game that I want. At least know what you're doing. Like, look at where the – I'm just ah, i sick of all these, like, dumbass strikeouts, too, and then just leaving guys on third uh, every single, like, eighth and ninth inning. And like you said with Cesar Hernandez, just end, ends the game in a double play. Cesar Hernandez is a good hitter. Like, and he also – he won a gold glove last year, and he made three errors yesterday. He did, yes. Yeah. I mean, come on. At that point, put in Larry Garcia. Like, that's just awful. But, I mean, it, it's I it's small changes that I want to make, and LaRusso won't do it. And, it, I, and I, like, I know I'm not an MLB manager. Obviously, LaRusso knows more than I do. But at least, like, let us know what's going on. Like, I want him to be honest with, the, with everyone. And he's just not doing it. He's just like, yeah, we're just going to keep going. We're going to play the game we have and just hope that it works. Like Aaron Boone has been saying, we're just going to hope. Yeah, we're going to turn it around. I, I'm well, confident that, these guys will turn it around. Even though they the have. Utmost been kind of right. honesty. What's that? Isn't that the utmost amount of honesty someone could have? Just say, you know what, we're just going to keep doing us. No, that's the utmost amount of faith. Like He, he is too being much honest, faith. though, because he's changing yeah. nothing. That's what I'm saying. Like He's just sticking <laughs> to it. Oh, you're yeah. saying like he's sticking like to he's, his guns or something like that? He's yeah, not lying. Like he's oh, saying... It's not like he's saying we're going to do – like uh, we're going to keep being us and then he changes everything. Like he says, we're going to keep being us and then he does everything the exact same game in and game out. <laughs> I, know that, so, like, I, I don't think you. honesty is his problem. I think it's I, just like – I think he's legitimately clueless as to hmm. what all of the underlying stats and numbers say. Yeah, and it, it, like – because, I mean, he's 76 years old. But like I can guarantee you since Grandal's gotten hurt, I bet we've had the same lineup – 99% of the games, except sometimes it's Zach Collins and sometimes it's Sebi Zavala. It's so inferior. Like, realize what's going on. Change the lineup up if it's not going well. Like, obviously, our offense hasn't looked very good. I mean, outside of the first – I mean, we scored a decent amount of runs against the Yankees, but, like, it was all, like, a two-run homer or something like that. But, like, it didn't all look good, so change something. Inning. So change or something against Andrew up. Weenie. Yeah. yeah. They were either in the ninth inning against our bullpen or against Andrew Weenie. Yeah. It's just, I just want something to happen. And nothing's happening. They're just going to ride this until, uh, you know, the second week of October, whenever the, season, the postseason starts. And then we're going to, you know, probably lose in the first round. And Lewis is going to be like, I don't know what we were, this is the exact same thing we were doing when we were playing well. That's it, not how baseball it works. It doesn't dude. help that you've already won your division pretty much. Yeah, I know. So you were, don't just, really have any competition I'm, there. So, yeah. And it's, 
that I think that's worse is because now I'm just waiting for disappointment in, in the playoffs. As like when if we won the division like two weeks before the season started, I'm like, all right, let's get ready for the playoffs. You know, we can rest some guys, get ready. This time, like this year, I'm just like the division was handed to us in June, and we're just oh, like earlier than that. Well, I mean, Cleveland had a little bit going, and then they traded them. So, um, but like, it's it's really disappointing. What like, but I mean, again, we can win all three of these series coming up, and we'll have a totally different outlook. But we'll. I mean, this is really what we'll learn is the, these series against Oakland, Tampa, and Toronto. Like, that's when I'll know for certain what this team is. Like, I think I have a pretty good understanding of what we are. But, like, maybe the, like, the baseball gods look down upon the Sox or, like, maybe this could be it. Because, I mean, anything could happen in baseball. We watched the Nationals go from 19 and 38 and win a World Series. Hell we yeah. saw the Dodgers finally win a World Series after, you know, 10 years of almost doing it. We saw the Cubs win a World Series. Like, you can't like you guys changed like they changed things throughout the season and adapted and played well. Like the White Sox are just sticking with the same exact team as Dallas Keuchel just allows another home run. I mean, come on. Well, the Cubs actually had a good manager though. So that's true. I listen. And 10 years ago, I think we would be, I, well, I mean, I don't know. Larusa. I really don't. I wish we hired Bruce Bochy, but what? It's just whatever. Scale of one to ten, what level of panic are you at right now? I'm not so I, I'm not gonna say that. I'm worried, but I'm not listen, I'm in the room with the panic button, but I'm on the other side of the room. How about that? I've opened you guys the door and entered the room. Have tied for the worst record for playoff teams currently as they stand right now, and you are in far and away the worst division yeah. between all of the other teams. That's what I'm saying. This this month we'll really we'll we'll know for sure. Because we have panic button would be out 10 and i would Ten be lightly pressing it <laughs> so i'm just well obviously i'm gonna say because you guys know i'm a, a lot more optimistic than people so obviously there's still that going on but i'm i am worried like that's that says a lot if i'm saying i'm worried about this really good team that i've, I've watched well the best team that i've seen uh, as a white Sox fan so and dallas Cuckle just hit the next guy i mean come on this guy had a one nine nine ERA last year. What is he doing differently? Uh, his last it's, year was a fake season and nothing mattered. Well, it's not like the game changed. He was still pitching. Like, well, they did. He, like, the he pitched like he pitched the same kind of way that he's pitched like his entire career. And then this year, it's just like it's he, we just allow way too many home runs. I don't know how you cut down on that, but I think if you cut down on that, we allow like two runs a game, if that. It's just it's infuriating how many home runs we allow. So, all right. You guys want to talk about grievances? <laughs> I, unless you guys have anything else, I'm just kind of over talking about the White Sox at this point. I think we hit it all. Uh, no, I, actually, I do have a question for you uh, because I talked to your dad when I visited you at a Cubs game or when I stopped by and said, hey, because I yeah. was also at the Cubs game. And he said, uh, much to you my, to my surprise, dad when it comes to that this. Tony La Russa was – the clear cut and easily favored 
AL well, manager so, of the year. Oh, he is. He is. No, it's not. It's still Kevin Cash. I mean, no, baseball doesn't well, no. do like the same guy back to back no, years. They're they not going to give Kevin Cash. Again. It's like coach of the year in NFL. Like Matt yeah, Nagy won it. If the Boston like, Red Sox make the playoffs, it's Alex Cora. That's fair. But Ugh. they've lost. Like I mean, they. You guys play in the worst division in baseball, and we're projected far and away to win the division, right? The Boston Red Sox. Not, not far only, away. We were minus one thirty-five. I remember that. We weren't so far are you away. Telling me that's was... not highly. Yeah, that's... no. We were fading yeah, that's... It, but like, well, I mean, we weren't like. Uh, I mean, the Yankees were ahead of us. They were like minus two hundred to win the. Division. We were the favorites to come out of the AL. Yeah, I was. I think we were well, third. I think the Rays were ahead of us. But, no one um, was offering Aaron Boone. To be fair, though, certainly not. That, that was uh, honestly. I give it to Dusty Baker over Tony La Russa. Did Dusty yeah, win Dusty it last ba- year? Dusty Baker's doing a really good job. He wasn't managing last year. No, so, probably not. Was he not? <laughs> was he, did he manage last, the Astros last he year? Managed yeah, the Astros. he did. Yeah, I forgot that happened last year. Who won it last year? It was Kevin Cash, wasn't it? Kevin Cash. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, they don't do. Yeah, the MLB just doesn't do back to back. Like they don't do that. Right. I, but it I'm should saying, be, it should be Kevin Cash. I agree. But well, like, no, they but just won't, they don't do it that Baker, way. Uh, Bob Melvin, even though I feel like Bob Melvin should win like, it yeah, pretty much every year. I mean, yeah, but he's and only won like Alex two. Cora are all guys I would give it over. Well, I don't be surprised, it. Max, if Tony well, yeah, Russa. I, I just think it's the well. This is what I thought because again, Max, when you said that, like my dad said this. This was three weeks ago, like when the White Sox were looking great. Like this was before our offense crumbled against the Twins and we stunk against the Yankees again. So like this, I mean, that was like Hendricks was pitching yeah, really well. This is nothing but, new. Like this is something that Kyle and I talked about, have talked about all year long. We knew it. And we're not even White Sox fans. Yeah. I mean, yeah. unbiased baseball fans is what we are. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you are, Kyle. I don't uh, have a when Max said year. the word Alex Korn, you go, ugh. <laughs> that's definitely. <laughs> I mean, he, yeah, he was part of a cheating now. scandal. I mean, I, I, dis- I disavow cheating. Honestly, I think he would have said that no matter who the Red Sox too. manager. What'd you say? I think AJ Hinch should be considered too. The Tigers are overperforming easily. Yeah, I mean, well, well, they have a lot of young talent. Oh, they've been playing pretty well lately. But yeah. they're also in the worst division in baseball. So it's, yeah, that's also true. Yeah. So yeah, I, I mean, I'm not going to be shocked if Larusa. Well, this is my thing too. Is if the uh, Tiger just walked the bases loaded too. Um, if Larusa wins, like you can't, like we can't keep him for multiple years. He's 76 years old. He may not like, make it multiple years. Like that's why I'm. I didn't want to go that morbid. <laughs> but, I would, yeah. but it won't I be a natural causes. Enjoyable. It'll be a drunk driving accident. Yeah. So. Oh, all right. All right. <laughs> I'm a. I'm a famous baseball guy. Don't mind me. I'm a Hall of Fame I'm a, baseball I'm a, guy. I'm a Hall of Fame baseball yeah. guy. He pulled a, a, a cake boss guy. You can't arrest me. I'm the cake boss. Um, hey, you see this ring? Yeah, it's true. to do that. Um. But, like, if he wins manager of the year, like, well, then, like, do we pull a Dwayne Casey and fire him after winning manager of the year? Or, like, let him go? Because, like, oh, no. again, you're not firing your man- him. What, your manager in 2020 was a finalist for manager of the year. Yeah, we fired him. him. Yeah. Because, yeah. again, so why not? we didn't think we'd hire a 76-year-old guy who hasn't coached in 10 years. It's just, I, again, I hate Jerry Reinsdorf. He makes stupid decisions. Including Tony LaRusso, so 
I don't know. He's kind of killing it with the Bulls right now. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, right? he doesn't run that team. Yeah, Sun does. Um, yeah. I mean, he does, Kyle. <laughs> um, okay, whatever. Got through it. Um, can I talk? I, I have a grievance outside of the White Sox. I do as well. I also um, do. Oh, that's great. We can we can hit it across. So uh, I'll start with mine. So. Dad and I went golfing yesterday. We played at Eberhardt, uh, and we are on the ninth hole yesterday, and we're walking up. We're about to putt, and it's like an afternoon. You know, we're playing the afternoon, so, like, the starter, like, was gone for something because, I guess, like, he just didn't care, I guess. I don't know. Uh, so these two guys just drive up to the tenth hole as we're putting on the ninth green, and we're like, Dad and I looked at each other, and we're like, are they about to just, like, play in front of us? And then... Sure enough, we drive up there and they're still teeing off. They took forever to tee off. They hit like maybe four shots. Um, and so we're like, well, that sucks. Now these guys, like, we had a nice, like, gap in between us and the next uh, group ahead of us. They were, like, always on the green when we would get to the tee box. They, these guys would always hit, like, a second or third shot on every tee box. And they were awful. Like, Matthew, they're worse than you. And Matt picked up golf for the Ooh. first time this year. That's bad. Whenever so, I see a, a golfer worse than me, I, I just like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. It's like how it's not yeah. that hard. Um, and then as you guys, as you guys know, golf etiquette, you never ask to play in front of someone. You always let them tell you, hey, do you want to play in front of us? And you go, yes. You never ask, hey, can I go play ahead of you? Because you guys are slow and bad, and we're good or better than you. You just don't do that. So my dad and I are just like waiting there. And we're just like letting them just play so much through, uh, just play so many like provisionals. And then it got to the point where dad's like, do you want to skip ahead? And I'm like, well, we can't. Cause then the group ahead of them are in the tee box. So we drive up there. Then we're still behind them. The guys behind us finished. And they're like, why'd you cut us asshole? Like, we can't do that. So we had to sit behind this, uh, this twosome for the entire time. And then we got to the 17th green at Everhart. Shortest par three of the course. We hit our balls. They're like, so you finish this court of uh, this hole, and then you drive up to hit on an elevated uh, green on the, on 18. So we get to the green. We like didn't see them, so we're just like, oh, they must be teeing off. I guess they had driven to the bridge to cross 18, and then they figure out that they messed up. So they turn back around to across uh, the bridge, cut in front of us as we're driving up. I'm about to drive up up the hill and then i'm like 20 feet away and these guys zoom right in front of us and go up the hill uh to the 18th uh tee box and my dad out loud goes oh come on like he's so mad <laughs> like uh and then we just sit there because you can't like drive up like you can't really have multiple carts up there because it just becomes a traffic jam so we wait down there for these guys to come back down and i shit you not we hear six balls hit they're a twosome, and I don't think any of them go across the water. Yeah, I was like, just I didn't gonna hear say, anything. I guarantee all of those went in the water. I didn't hear any like splashes or anything, but we just hear six tings every sing- like every thirty seconds. And my dad's just like sitting there, and he's like, "What the hell are they doing? Like, do they not? They clearly just don't understand golf etiquette or just the rules of golf." And mind you, these are like two like thirty year old guys. They're old enough that they should understand manners. Uh. <laughs> They just had to get their swings in. Yeah. Uh, And so they finally drive down. 
the hill and go to the uh, their balls across the bridge and everything. And they're like 250 yards out. Dad hits because he can't hit it that far. Hits one right down the middle of the green. And I see them like maybe 10 yards ahead of where I hit. And I'm like, I don't care. I bomb it right down the middle of the fairway. And as soon as like it's about to land, they start driving away. Uh, and then they give me a dirty look. And like I'd been giving them dirty looks the entire time. I, at one point, as they're looking at me, I'm sitting on the tee box waiting for them, like wagging my feet, like, can you guys hurry up? Like, come on. Um, and then uh, they're on the green, and I'm about like 215 yards out. And I can hit a four iron that, about that distance. So I'm waiting for them to finish. And as soon as they finish their putt, they're not even off the green. I hit it. And I hit it like five yards short of the green because I just had enough. I was losing it. I was so sick of it. And I just hit it like five yards short. And then as soon as they're driving, and then I like chip and putt and I, I finished. But I was, they probably added 35 to 45 minutes extra to our round of golf. Nice. Like I would have seen the end of that White Sox game, Kyle. But I couldn't because of those two. <laughs> and boy, it, it takes a lot to get me angry. Like you guys have seen it. I don't get angry often. But man, I wanted to just like hit over them. I, I, I wanted to, as they're like, if they're like 150 yards out, I wanted to tee off. I just like hit over them, no bother, and just go on with my day. I don't See, care if they yell at me. I would have yelled back. I was so mad. That's when you just got to kind of throw like golf etiquette out the window because they're not following it. So that's when you just be like, either you cut them off and you yeah. go like a hole in front of them. Or are you just like, yeah. Well, and, and like the thing too is I paid for 18 holes. I'm playing 18 holes. I don't care. Um, there was one hole. It was 15. That par three uh, with the houses behind it. You guys, you guys know. They both shank theirs. And we're on the tee box. And they're not even close to the green. And I'm like, Dad, I can finish this hole before they finish it right now. <laughs> and That's when you should have done it. I, Max, I lined up. And Dad yelled at me. He's like, don't do it. I'm like, I wanted to. Like if I was Ooh. playing by myself, if I was by myself, I would have done it. Yeah, see, this is what my dad does uh, behind people like that. They will be, like, walking to their ball, and they'll be, like, 100 yards out, and he'll just, like, crank one over their head. Yeah. That's what you got to do, because if they're going to be jerks, you just got to be a jerk, too. uh, Erskine has this rule, which I love, that if it's a par three, and it's, like, if you tee off and there's a group behind you that's about to tee off, you let them tee off before, and then you guys just finish the hole, and then you just go back and then play the the next hole. I love that rule. Every yeah. course should have that. God, it was agonizing yesterday. It took us well over four hours to play a round of golf. Two people in one cart. It should take three hours. Especially yeah. with like me and the way me and my dad play. Like it should take three hours, if that. So there was my grievance. That was me. I was just not in a good in a great mood yesterday afternoon. So and then you had with the White Sox losing. I was just I was like yesterday sucked. Uh, I'm glad it's over. So, all right, Max, you want to go? Sure. I have one small one. Well, actually, they're both a little small. Uh, the Cubs are horrible at baseball, and <laughs> I don't find baseball fun anymore. I haven't watched a game in a while. Football's about to start, uh, so. Yeah, so that's kind of sad. Uh, but my other grievance is, for whatever reason, these past, like, two weeks, uh, when I cook food, I get really, uh, like – I, I eat it not too quickly, but like I'll eat it too quickly after I cook it. And I just have like, I, I swear to God, a permanent burn on the top. Of I my did mouth. that. 
I did that. I had a, uh, I had a permanent, like one of my taste buds was burnt and it was like a little white spot on my tongue. Um, because it's I like, I, like the really burnt it. Roof of my mouth mm-hmm. right now is just fried and it has been for like two weeks. I don't know what, what have you is. been cooking. No, it's just like my brain. I'll like, I cook a steak tonight. Right. And I thought I let it sit for a good enough time. And then I took a bite into it and then it burned the top, roof of my mouth again. I, I just, Attaboy. I keep doing it over and over again. I'm just constantly in pain. And now when I eat, I'm just like in fear for my life, you know? <laughs> Have a bowl of ice cream, man. I was just going to say you got to just eat ice cream for a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah. No, well, but also like. Have a cookie. Come on. Celebrate just, for a second. It's Calm frustrating down. because in my brain, I don't even think about it. Like. Yeah, I cook these things, but I do the same thing over and over again. Oh, I'm I mean, I am. I just never learn without a doubt every single day, like or like every time I go to a restaurant, they'll be like, careful, it's hot. I'll touch the plate and then I'll eat my food immediately. And I'll be like, that was really hot. I wish you would have warned me. But like every single time I'll eat it way too quick. They're like, I can see like the steam coming off. I can hear how hot it is. And I'll be like, sounds good. Looks good. Eat. And then, like, I my, burn myself. And I'm like, well, now I, I just don't want to eat Maybe my, my perception of time is ruined. <laughs> what do you mean? So, like, you just like, you just don't know how long to wait? Yeah. Well, like, or I think I've waited <laughs> a lot longer than I have. Like, I think I've waited, like, 10 minutes and it should be cooled down. But. 10 minutes is a long time to wait. I was going to say it should be like, cooled by then. <laughs> but it's yeah. like a minute. Yeah. Or maybe, maybe there's a warm spot in my kitchen. I was gonna uh, say, it's uh, do, do you have a, isolated just to your food? <laughs> do you, well, Max, maybe do you have a warm like spot on, update. Uh, uh, yeah, so I took a temperature, uh, but I didn't get an accurate reading because it didn't show <laughs> exactly what my narrative. Oh, it didn't fit your narrative. So, <laughs> so you saying it's just not accurate? So it the exact Listen. same temperature throughout the no, entire apartment. No, it was like two degrees warmer, but. What I think is happening is that other air outside of the warm zone, the warm spot, is getting in. So it's inconclusive still. Okay. Uh, you're just losing your mind. No, listen. listen. <laughs> you're, an, there, you're an insane there is person. One thing I'm you just really sound like an at. idiot. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's one thing I'm really good at in life, and it's like I can tell – like if some if a spot or like my room I love the way you worded that too. If there's one thing I'm good at in life It's it's like I can very easily tell when I feel like when the temperature is one degree warmer or cooler. Like in my house all the time, back at home, like I could tell if it was say like sixty eight instead of where I put it at at sixty seven. And I'd walk out, I'd be like, Hey, who did this? And then everybody like it's just one degree. They're like, no, that one degree. Trust me, I'm I dripping in sweat now because it's sixty-nine <laughs> degrees instead of the I can normal sixty-eight. It, yeah. And I can feel over there; it's at least fifteen degrees warmer. And you can't tell me <laughs> otherwise. You just have like a very like a uh, sensitive temperature. Like, you have I think you just skin. have. I yeah. think you just have the knack for hyperbole. I think. I think that's what this. <laughs> no, is. Don't say, I think all four of us do. No, no, no. I'm speaking 100% realistically when I say, like, I can tell. Uh, obviously, I can tell you aren't max, max within a degree the or two. Temp- or the thermometer proved you wrong. No, it didn't. It's inaccurate. Yes. It's inconclusive. Yes, it did. No, Ma- it's inconclusive. Max, I have a, I have a this question. This just goes to my point that you're insane. You're just an insane person. Max, I have, I have a question. So I'll be in Chicago tomorrow. 
How far are you from like O'Hare? Uh, 40 minutes on the, uh, the L. I don't want to do that. I was going to say, I will go, I will uh, leave the uh, hotel tomorrow. I will head over to your apartment and I will see for myself. But yeah, that I'm would not, not be worth it. On the L. Nah. I feel like it would be because he definitely <laughs> would prove you wrong. Alex, you'd get there and be like, so where's the warm spot in Max? Because you're standing at it and you go, I can't tell. <laughs> you I can still, tell. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I would uh, love to. I'm going to do a podcast from there. I bet you, like, the internet is terrible there, too. We'll hear the sweat, too, I guess. <laughs> Max is going to do Next the episode only of the audio Max White podcast. Thing. Max is just going, oh my God, I'm so hot right now. <laughs> That'll be great for the for the uh, video listeners. Do you think? No, never mind. I do think. <laughs> no, yeah, it's probably I'd best like... that you stop. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Max. Good, good job. Good podcast for you tonight. Uh, on to Kyle. <laughs> so my grievance is also minor. It has more to do with the broadcasts of these NFL preseason games this weekend were all done by like each team's like own broadcast team. I which know I what found that means. you texted us that and I was really no, he's he's hundred percent right. I'm hundred percent right because what do you mean Bears broadcast? Okay, so I when I watched the game, Kyle, I like I had the volume very low and then I fell asleep. So I didn't I didn't hear any So of it was on the bottom on the score bug at the bottom it, there was like a little logo that says like Bears Network. So it was just all like Bears Bias announcers. The same with the, that night, the Chargers played the Rams, and it was the Rams announcers. So it was all it was like all about the Rams, and each team. It's kind of like baseball. Team? It oh. was the Rams. Mm, not even your own stadium. No, I'm just playing. Okay. Um, but yeah, and these broadcasts, like baseball, does it, and it's fine. Like I feel most teams do a good job of like they're obviously like biased one way, but I feel well, like they do a good job highlighting well, like also, other. Unless you're Hawk Harrelson. Well, Kyle, also like you have the option to watch the other team. Like, you have the, watch and, uh, the option to watch your own team's commentators. That's true. Here, you did not. That's or, very true. you know what you should do? And... Uh, this is what you should do, is you watch each game on mute, and then you just commentate yourself. You practice. I might, because I actually, these Bears announcers, I counted four mispronunciations during the game. They didn't know how to pronounce Tua Tungavailoa, which I found very surprising since that's all anyone's ever like really said for the last it is a tough name. two or three years. I'll give them that. But yeah. um, Mike Gesicki, I think it was pronounced Mike Gesicki or something like that. Um, oh, that's, I mean, that's. And Jerry Tachu, um, who's on the Bears. Um, I don't even know who the color commentator was, but he pronounced it Jerry Atuachu, which is wrong. And they just, it was just a terrible, terrible broadcast. They acted like Andy Dalton was the second coming. And the fact that all the teams he's been on the last few years have sucked, had nothing to do with him. I fast forward through Andy Dalton. I just watched it. It was shocking how like they spun it to where, ah, man, you know, those teams you were on, they weren't that good. It's not his fault that they were so bad. It was shocking. It was a terrible broadcast. And the Rams one wasn't much better that night. Aqib Talib was on it, which oh, he's so was bad. tough. He's horrible. He was very bad. And I just, I, I just did not – I know why they don't do it for the regular season, why each team doesn't have their own broadcast team, because it was terrible. Yeah, yeah like uh, oh. imagine if you had to watch every baseball game in the other team's like, commentary. Yeah, it was a nightmare. I wouldn't watch baseball. I probably would never watch baseball. It would be horrible. 
Matt, I wonder how they would have pronounced. You're going to know the linebacker. I don't know if Max and Kyle are going to know him. Joel Iwagabunaway. Yeah, Joel Iwagabunaway. Yeah, that would have been great for them. He's probably good, Matt. Well, so he's like probably like the third or fourth linebacker. Like he'll play a lot. So he's a good special teamer. Yeah. Uh, so especially in a position that we uh, lack um, depth. So he'll he'll get his playing time. But did you guys see that the Bears signed 39 year old Jason Peters? How exciting is that? I did. He is a big old boy. <laughs> at least you're at least you're trying though. Like you're getting a big name. Oh, I'm very happy about it. I mean, yeah. it's at least. I mean, yeah, it's something. At least you're going to be like, you know, if Tevin Jenkins' injury is really that bad, at least we have Jason Peters. I mean, it looks like Jason Peters is probably going to start because you're not going to not start Jason Peters. Um, so it screams. It's the exact same thing. Like, obviously, he's not as good, but it's the exact same situation as when we signed Orlando Pace <laughs> just for one year after his, or like, Josh 15, Sitton. Or Josh Sitton. Josh Sitton played two years, though, with us. Yeah. Or Pace Kyle only played Long. one. Kyle, what? what do you mean from Kyle Long, what? dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> you could say that would be if you were the if we were Chiefs fans. It was a joke. Yeah. Calm down. No, Gosh. I won't calm down. I don't like jokes, Max, <laughs> especially about Kyle Long. This is a non-joke having podcast. I don't know if you've realized that yet. Well, well this is podcast, super serious. So I'm, I have. Oh, are you kidding me? I'm selling this to NPR. So, good luck not getting paid by NPR. So. Alex, what does NPR stand for? Not a clue. I was hoping All Matt right. would help. I uh, would throw that. National out. Public Radio. National Public Radio. Yeah, it's pretty cool. easy. So pretty you're gonna you're gonna sell to a company you don't even know what they stand for. What do you mean? It's National Public Radio. Mm. <clears throat> got your ass. I don't know how you <laughs> didn't you got guess me. that. I didn't wanna. I, I didn't wanna. I, like, if I was gonna guess, it'd be something so outrageous and not even close to it. Alex, what does NASA stand for? Uh, National Air, Air Aeronautics. I, I don't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> Aeronautical. Aerospace. It's not aerospace. Is it aerospace? It might be I aerospace. So. No, because the two. S is space, isn't it? I don't know about that one, Matt. <laughs> Max, do you know what NASA stands for? <laughs> of course. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay, All right, trying to, call, but... trying to call me out. <laughs> Wait, no, I feel like I do. Hold on. National, uh, National Aeronautics Air. and Space Administration. Yeah. Oh, Alex was Duh. close. He was getting there. He just didn't let him finish. Alex, wow. What is I would have gotten CBS the first three. stand for? Public Broadcasting Station. No. It's service, isn't it? Service. What is it? Yeah, it's Public Broadcasting Service. Oh, my gosh. Do you know anything? I'm sorry. That Blame was... Matt. Why are you yelling at me for that? Maybe what do you mean? That. I said what service. Is it? it is service. You said station, Alex. Oh, I, oh, I'm sorry. I got two out of the three. What? I said oh public God. broadcasting station and service. Sorry. Oh, Alex, who I mean, cares? I care. I shouldn't have taken this much heat. I, you guys are, are I'm the reason you guys are on this podcast. No, it's no my Max. show. Yeah. You're my guest. <laughs> what are you talking about? Should I title this one the Max White Podcast? Yes. Like, what the hell? <laughs> Episode eight. All right, yeah, everybody. Thank podcast, you for coming. Uh, I appreciate my guests for coming on today. Uh, we'll be back next week. See ya.